No, I'm just having a. This is a brie and prosciutto on a on a rustic sourdough. <laughs> this is this is all part of the plan. I think this is what's happening. He he really he needed a vehicle to talk about it. No, I don't think I don't know that that's true. No. I don't think he saves the silliest food for Monday night. I think this is. I think you could drop in at random, and there'd be fun. There'd be fun Lord of the Rings snacks happening. <laughs> You basically proved that, Rory, when you came by. <laughs> That's true, I and did. And had, like, chocolate-covered b- pistachios. And uh, and whatever bread it was, whatever fresh bread you got. Uh, probably probably the artisanal Lembus bread. Oh, it was certainly artisanal of some value. Yeah, that was from a different local bakery. <laughs> <laughs> than the one I have now. This is from... It's from my, it's from my, from my sourdough guy. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> no, this is this one's from my sourdough guy. The other one was was uh, sort of a I don't know a journeyman's bakery. Your artisanal breads come from from giant corporations. I bet you're you're a you're a fraud. Is what I'm trying to tell you, Austin. I don't like that one bit, and I'm telling I'm telling my sourdough guy about that. <laughs> Long ago in a distant land. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> it's Saturday morning, Tuesdays, you know, podcast cow? <laughs> about children's <laughs> cartoons. No, I'm Austin. I'm Rory. I'm Andy. And you guys, guess what? It's Halloween. It's our Halloween episode. It's the scariest night out of all 365 it's the night. days. Oh my God, you guys, we are pulling out all the stops this year. It is crazy. I saw, is I saw Andy all day, all morning. He's been pulling up. He's been pulling them up like radishes. Yeah, and I, I still, you know, I'm waiting for thanks on that because I, I'm really fucking tired. Well, to be honest, that. nobody really asked you to. Uh, oh. So, well, you know, and okay. Well, I've got all these stops now. <laughs> you boys stop tricking because I've got a real treat uh, for us in the studio for the audience. I'm really excited to announce this, you guys, uh, for the first time for Halloween. We've got a very special Halloween guest here, uh, right here in the studio. For the and very I'm first really time, pleased, everybody. I'm really pleased to announce that this is um, uh, maybe a, a pretty famous celebrity you might know. Uh, this is a, a, a Seattle public utilities electrician, Denny Wolfman. Uh, so welcome. Uh, say hi, Denny. Hi, hi, Denny. Are, are, are you... No, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Who's sidebar, Dan- sidebar, no. really okay. Okay. sidebar with Andy. Usually, when you bring a character in there, sort of your responsibility. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no. Sidebar here. Look, okay. Andrew. Hi, hi. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't, I couldn't get the guest uh, in time. Oh, uh, but I, we were said we promised we were going to have Denny Wolfman, public utilities okay. electrician okay. for yeah. the city of yeah, Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I see. Okay. And I really need you to sort of pull your own weight here. Um, okay. and really kind of lift this up well, and I'm, really kind of little... take on, Don't take on the character on this of Danny Wolfman. I'm, I'm, I'm still really tired about after pulling all those stops out and I, I'm, just, uh-huh. I'm not well, really sure what's going to. Oh, I okay. need your stops commitment back. to Halloween to be here today, right okay. here with okay. us. Okay. So you want to, you want to take that again? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do this. Hey, Danny Wolfman. Uh, yep. Hi, Here's, Austin. Thanks here for, he is. Uh, thanks for, thanks for getting me on the, on the show. Oh, everybody. <clears> yeah. Danny. Holy shit. You're so funny. Oh my God. He is. Yep. He is so it's <clears throat> oh, so yeah. great to be in the room with this guy. 
Danny, what's it like to have your last name be Wolfman and it's Halloween? <laughs> what's that well, like? Uh, okay, well, you know, you're asking me a straight question. I'll give you a, a real answer. It's uh, it's not fun. It's not very fun. Uh, a lot of kids make yeah, fun elaborate. of Elaborate. Yeah. For how come? Uh, well, they show up and, and they see the name on the door, you know, in my house. And they see Wolfman and I go, ah, yeah, really, really funny. And then they want to see my hair and they tear <laughs> off my shirt and they want to see all the hair on there. <laughs> And okay, and let's be clear that you are you are not a real not a fan, woman, right? You're not a werewolf, it? right? You weren't bitten by the by the by the moon by the moon dogs, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. I wasn't. Okay, okay. And so when they tear off the shirt, they just see the, you know, they see my shame that I've never been able to grow much chest hair, and they're very disappointed. And I've just made a lot of kids very sad. Oh, uh, that you're smooth like a you're smooth like a like a surfing like a surfing like a bodacious surf dog. Like a dog, uh, like you're smooth, <laughs> like one of those great, great surfing dudes. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, that must be so embarrassing. You know, so this this uh, this holiday <clears throat> holiday is a lot of a lot of bad connotations for me there. And okay, a lot of well. I just have yeah. one more question for you before we kick this well, off. I really, uh, I really hope it's about utilities or something because I thought that you said we were going to have a conversation. No, yeah, it's not. Like Shut my, up. My, my do you actually listen. do you actually want that? Because we uh, okay, everybody. Uh, <laughs> for the first time I said it on Tuesdays. Uh, Denny Wolfman explains ohms. Uh, Talk to well, us about uh, Ambridge. <laughs> Well, yeah. Oh, hold on. Uh, <clears throat> my wife is calling from the other room. I gotta, I gotta. Oh no, that's that's too bad. Denny had to leave for a second. I was really looking forward to his. Uh, can I sidebar with Andy really quick? Andy, <laughs> <Yeah>. please. We <laughs> just sidebar really quick. You're fucking. You're 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 killing me right now. I know. Okay? I know. I'm sorry. I'm just so tired. I'm so tired. I don't know what to do about this. It's, <laughs> is, is is any of this working? Is, is it okay? Uh, we've got some of it. Some of it. maybe we can save it by if I we ask him one more question. Okay, we can probably one more? shave it down to like okay. use one, one minute. Yeah. Okay. Great. Okay. Thank right. God. Okay. Okay. Uh, Danny, thank God you're back. I just before we jump in, I just I would love to know: um, Do you find me Austin uh, personally like attractive? Um, and do you oh. think I'm really cool and hot? Well, uh, <clears throat> you know, I, I guess. I, I, you know, if you put put a gun to my head, I, you know, for I, the last, I think, I think you need more, maybe need more context. For the last thirty days, Austin has been putting on his tight, tight shirt and trying to walking around trying to get bit by one of those wolf dogs, and uh, you know, it is not, it's not panning out. He's well, he's, now, he's bending over, he's bending over, you know, flank steak and 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 well, now you know I'm 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 starting to feel like this is sort of straying back into that Halloween territory that I'm not as comfortable with and. I, I don't know no. if I have to say this Look, again, I get, but I my get last that nobody name is likes, Wolfman. I'm Denny Wolfman, but I'm not a Wolfman. I, I totally um, understand. And nobody likes to be put in a box like that. But Denny, you have to understand, uh, you you know, you have an incredible wealth of, you know, knowledge that the world needs. Uh, you know, well, because I was going to tell you all about Holmes, but you, that's know, you, didn't seem to, you didn't seem to want that. So, no, oh, I specifically uh, very much do want to hear about the Holmes. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I, I I forgot it in the meantime, but. Uh, I mean, if all you want is for me to bite you, I can bite you. Yeah, do it. I mean, it's worth a shot. I did look <laughs> look up in the in the phone book, uh, Wolfman, and tried to see if I could get a real Wolfman um, to bite me. And and this is the closest <laughs> I'm getting. <laughs> we first he checked the yellow pages, and that's kind of what led us to you. After 
after there was no Wolfman in the yellow pages, we did happen to find a Danny Wolfman in the white pages. Well, everything's sort of coming back together here for me. I think I understand the, the nature of this evening. So uh, I'm 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 probably going to go, but I'll bite you real quick. Meow. Oh, Ooh. daddy. Wow. Now talk about talk about a, a real public utility. Um, I'm... <laughs> so are you going to be a Wolfman now? Is that what's about to happen? We'll like, see what happens, man. Um, but you know what? I could use some training in the form of oh. uh, the show we watched this week. Yeah. What was it, Rory? This was how to be. This is how to train your wolf man. Uh, <laughs> <is what> we- <laughs> yeah, the very real show how to train your wolf man uh, from 1986 uh, has two titles. How to train your wolf man is what they sort of called it in, in the UK and in Romania. But in America, <laughs> they just called it Teen Wolf. Uh, Teen Wolf, a fun, a fun little, fun little play on that movie with Michael J. Fox. Even though the cartoon doesn't have Michael J. Fox, which is endlessly disappointing. They couldn't get MJF. Uh, no, but they did get Townsend Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pre Michelangelo Townsend Coleman. They discovered yeah. him here for Teen Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I don't know. We, we should be. We should obviously talk about this in more detail but i really did have a lot of fun despite all of my inklings to the the contrary before watching i i thought it was really silly and fun i don't know where you're at yeah okay so the teen wolf cartoon big surprise is actually kind of not bad uh <laughs> the the how many did they what was it two seasons of this two seasons something like 20 some episodes total mm-hmm. and it happened in I between mean, I, teen wolf one I, and i teen think wolf two. I, I think to be fair it it is a it is a total stinker, but it, it does have that it has that good stink. It's got you know it's 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 more of a Zelda than a uh, than a than a Ring Raiders. Well, mm. you know it's funny because I would I would argue that it, it I mean it exceeds both of those shows. It does it sure as far sure, as yeah. it because the I think the original movie. Which it has been it has been a long time since I've watched the original Teen Wolf and Absolutely. I Same. know I probably caught it in fits and starts on Comedy Central at, you know, ten PM or something. And uh don't really remember much of it. And I had to kinda go back and try to do some research and figure out what shit they added to the cartoon and what was in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I did not remember that the the movie itself had the family being werewolves. I really could have told you, uh, yeah, that it was because yeah, it's not like the movie starts in like it's like it's like a teen comedy. Like it doesn't start with him getting viciously mauled by a werewolf and then waking up. Like you know, it's it, it's just he finds out his dad's a werewolf and he's like, ah, shoot, I thought yeah, maybe now, you wouldn't be one. Damn, puberty. Well, I guess we're uh, both werewolves. Uh huh. <laughs> it's like puberty, and in that <clears throat> same way, you get to show up at your school and not hide your identity and just kind of be a monster and play basketball good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the movie definitely, uh, maybe not quite as obviously as the theme song to this cartoon does, but the movie for sure is drawing up those parallels, right? Between werewolf and puberty. Like that's clearly the sort of big brush we're painting with though. This cartoon's theme song, which you're going to hear in a minute has lines like I'm feeling hairy and my teeth are mean. I've got a weird complexion and I want to scream. And it's just, it's very, it's very on the nose, on the on the well, wet yeah. nose. Well, yeah, and and if you're and if you're if the sort of tone you're selling is is that this this is a sort of like 
family curse it's it sort of sounds it sort of sounds more like some sort of genetic disorder than uh yeah than pubescence Uh right yeah it's very Um, weird but they certainly keep it light in the cartoon it doesn't it doesn't stray (laughs) into well i don't know there is there is uh i don't know i guess because they're they are they are always keeping it light but the fact that it is like passed through their family is very prominent Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah, and it inherently seems to make all of his family members like ten to twenty times goofier than any normal person would argue. They're pretty been. silly, right. uh, especially old grandpa, irascible <laughs> 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 gramps. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I, you know, this wouldn't be this wouldn't be Saturday morning Tuesdays if I didn't get to make uh, Rory upset about something really fast, which is uh, some voice actor knowledge. The oh, kid yeah. who plays. The kid who plays Styles, um, the friend, the like the oh, best friend styles. who's also if you were, something if you were boy, a... if you were my best friend, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's Don Most, uh, who you know, old who boomers would know as Ralph Mouth from Happy Days, but who we know as uh, the sassy boy Eric the Cavalier from Dungeons and Dragons cartoon. Um, oh, and so I, I was happy to hear him sense. again because it does make a lot of sense. They're, they're very similar archetypes of this sort of like. You know, big pieces of shit. Yeah, <laughs> big pieces of shit that sort of, you know, just have that sassy voice like on the side of my mouth, you know. Um, so I was I was happy to see him come back, even even though the rest of the voice acting is kind of subpar. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a it's a it's a regular old cast. And we got June Foray in there, too. We got. Yes. Know, legendary Rocky the Everyone- Squirrel. Everyone loves a June Foray. You got to get that, uh, that, what's her name? Ma- Magica Dispel. <laughs> yeah. 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 So anyway, this is Teen Wolf. And we did this for Halloween because Austin sort of uh, gunpointed us a bit. And, uh, and we're Look, doing it. We've done a lot of teen shows lately. That's true. And in a big search for teen related shows, I came <laughs> across the fact they did a Teen Wolf cartoon. And Describe to me that Google, would you? How do you how do you Google for he, teen he things? Took, he without... took a pretty risky Google. <laughs> 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 AOL keyword teens. Uh... <laughs> Alexa, bring me teens. <laughs> Damn it! Okay. okay. Uh, I hope she just says no thanks. <laughs> I'm telling Jeff. <laughs> Jeff will get in on it. You guys, the full moon is out, and mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel real. I'm starting to feel okay. like we should dive right in. It's a hairy situation. I'll die if anyone sees me like this. Hey, man, say, don't be shy if it happens to you. <sighs> Hi, Grandpa. Good morning, Scotty. It's fun being different if you have a healthy attitude. Only my friends both in styles know my hairy secret. I'm feeling hairy and my teeth are mean. I got a weird complexion and I, I want to scream. Teen Wolf coming out to play. All right, spooky time fun scares. It's more Halloween content. Oh yeah, Teen Wolf. Austin, I don't really, I'm not really in the mood yet. It, we're recording this on like yeah. the fifth of October. I'm so not there right now. God, I'm just work. I'm working on it. Uh, howl you, for me. Howl for like me a little me to, bit. So well, what I if can... I bite you? 
Oh, okay. Then maybe. Okay, yeah. Try it. Okay. <laughs> that didn't feel much like a bite. Are your teeth made of flesh? What's what are they? Little gummy worms? All of his teeth have fallen out, and these they've been replaced with light bulbs. He's got a mouthful <laughs> of just tiny light bulbs. Yes, he slowly turns into turns into an electrician. Uh, this is Teen Wolf episode one. Uh, oh yeah, I'm getting into the spirit. Uh, it's called Teen Wolf's Family Secret. In this pilot episode, Scott's grandma comes across the old family album. Scott's ancestors likewise turned into werewolves during a full moon. Scott runs into Pam on the way home from school, and Mick, Pam's jealous boyfriend, threatens Scott. Scott's family album becomes mixed into Pam's pile of books, and the album is in the backseat of Mick's car, which looks oh, very brother. much like a 1986 Camaro. What is, is it with important? IMDb wanting to call out car models? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, you so know I, what? You know what's more likely, just to put a pin in that real, real quick? What's mm-hmm. more likely is one person who's obsessed with cars is going through <laughs> all of IMDb. Just fucking sandbag, just dropping little things into everything. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Uh, Scott, with Styles' help, attempts to retrieve the family album before all his other friends discover his family's secret. Uh, yeah, because that's the big—that's the big, huge difference between this and the and the movie—is that his his werewolf stuff is something that nobody knows about except his two best friends. Right. 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 Yeah. Because that's—I think so. That, and I, I can understand why you would choose to do that from a narrative perspective, but I think in a way it removes some of the fun. Well, and they're not, th- and they're not very consistent with it. I mean, they are in the sense that nobody knows, but like he's constantly wolfing out in front of people, and and the excuse <laughs> given is is cartoonish a couple times, but is mostly kind of I think dead narrative space. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Uh, yeah, I do want to do the least funny part that I do. My least funny recurring bit. Uh, oh, great. I know you're okay. excited for it. Is all the funny names of the people who worked on this episode. Um, which this episode was, this episode was written by Rowby Gorin, um, which is very silly. And then somebody, one of the board, I think the background artists on, in the credits said their name was Chesmeyer Borkert. (laughs) That's, that's great. You know, I mean, that's that's all you got, really. That's all I got. Right. But Chesmeyer Borkert is, uh, is just a kiss, a real kiss. Kiss Kiss Delicious, if I if I may. Mm-hmm. If any, anyone who's a member of our Patreon will sort of uh, understand that this segment has has sort of arisen from when we found out there's a real human named Thick Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not over it. <laughs> I'm still not either. And I think Austin's got the, the eagle eyes looking out for human beings. Uh, looking names. out for any potential new Thick Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, you know, so yeah, in, each, I, in every generation, a thick is born. <laughs> <laughs> they alone shall have the thickness to defeat the werewolves. And- God, uh, this episode I thought was surprisingly competent in terms of like uh, just like the plotting and how it is how it is given to us. Um, yeah, because it all sort of builds up to this this like fun sustained section of like mistaken identity chaos that I feel like was signposted well enough that I wasn't lost and I didn't feel like any of it was like no they do a pretty good job laying the groundwork for the nonsense that's gonna sort of be the main vehicle of the episode yeah in both of these two there is a fair bit of of you know of what we call nonsense uh yeah more in episode two sure um but uh 
you are totally right that they kind of yeah they build up to it they don't just this is dro- kind you know. of a fucking curb your enthusiasm episode with werewolves in it. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. i know that's generous but like it kind of it kind of felt like it in a way like it it had cleverness i had not seen from an 80s cartoon in a very long time yeah uh, no, and, and so and, and i gotta is, give credit what 86 so like it's yeah. even it's even before some of the worst offenders we've seen right uh and so I, I do I, I did appreciate it for that. Um, we should talk about who we even have in this show. So Scott is yeah. our main kid. Uh, he's a he's a teen. He's hopelessly into this woman named Pamela Wells. Sorry, woman. Yeah. She's, not, she's also a teen. And this Pam, Pam is, dynamic I hate. I don't yeah. I don't like this. It's I, odd. I, mm, I'm I'm not a fan of of the the sort of old school television and movie angle of like oh the girl's not into you well you just aren't trying hard enough right yeah or like so she assault her it's more. not even about the effort it's like she's wrong and so through yeah. through through persistence eventually she'll come to her senses yeah she'll yeah. stop dating this hunk who with an incredible <laughs> car and go out yeah. with me the wolf boy <laughs> mick does seem to suck when you when you if you drop into the show in good faith but you know you have to remember there's a Kind of duplicitous uh, wolf monster trying to steal his girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and his, some yeah, of his shittiness is totally justifiable. Uh-huh. Totally. 100%. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's like you look at it and he's just like up all over her. He's like literally like reaching behind a, a restaurant stall to like seemingly grab her ass. And, and oh you my know, God. You can't have you can't have Mick be the bad guy in that scene. <laughs> He's, you know, like, hey, what are yeah. you doing with my girl? It's like, yeah, that's a great question, actually. It's a really good question. He got way too close. His arm is around her. And then. And Pam's, for the record, not feeling it. And. Uh, no. Right. And, and Scott is, I don't know. I don't remember the shtick, but he it's it's something completely unbelievable. Like he's trapped in a magnet that's pulling him. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, it's such an said, obvious lie. Like it's. You said she had an itch. I was just scratching an itch for her. But I don't have an itch. Why wait till you get one? <laughs> like, why wait till you have it? It's actually way grosser. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that scene is is intense because he's, you know, we mentioned it in the in the synopsis, but he's got this this photo album of like all of his wolfy family going back generations. And he's worried that obviously, you know, this is pre Photoshop. I'm sure people doctor photos, but it's not anywhere near the real quality. And so he's like, look, these are real ass photos of wolf, wolf people. It's going to fuck me. Uh, and I'll never get a date if anyone finds out I'm a wolf boy. Uh, and <laughs> so had, he's that I had an, an uncle, Uncle Seymour. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he he accidentally gets his uh, his this photo album mixed up in Pam's stuff. And so the whole episode, he's trying to find Pam and Mick driving joyriding around Wolverton with this thing that he needs. And so one of the times he finds her in uh, in the burger joint and he's trying to get. He's trying to reach it. It's on the other side of her in a booth. The shot of his hand is so upsetting. His hand makes that I'm going to grab you kind of like awful animation that they spent way too much time on with the creepy hand. And when we cut back, he's like leaning so far into her and she looks down at him and goes, oh, God. The cut back when his his face is like in her crotch. Yeah. Yeah. This is very entrenched in the Revenge of the Nerds time period where the main characters getting with girls looks deeply illegal and, and incredibly upsetting <laughs> and uh you know it's an unfortunate time and i wish that yeah. part, that wasn't part of this show 
Um, it, the, the other part that doesn't really make sense here. And of course, you know, cartoons and we won't spend a lot of time debating this logic, but like he's got this photo album that was mistakenly switched with their year. Yeah. Like I said, the, um, the, the farce of it is, isn't like that entertaining, but, uh, it does get to the, the sort of goose chase that, that right. ensues it's just um, the, obviously it's like just tell her hey you have my book i have your book let's trade like yeah the, the they're know. not gonna open it and crack it open and compare photos it's it's not are like, you it's sure really your book thin... says school yearbook on the front and my book looks like it's thirty thousand years old like <laughs> they seem the same so no, speaking of that, so something something I quite enjoyed. It's it's really only played for a single laugh, but I thought it was pretty funny. Was that through this long family history of living in this single town, uh, the city Which is has called Wolverton. is called Wolverton. But yeah, you I get the impression that it has just been completely flanderizing. Like it's just trying to schlock sh- up. It's it, all the all the various wolf sightings. Yeah, and, uh-huh. and, and build this tourist trap and. And Scott hates it. Scott hates like living in this <laughs> werewolf tourist trap that is the you know it's all because of his family. It's the culmination of generations of his family getting right. into no good in this town. Yeah. <laughs> I loved that, and they didn't they didn't need to tell us that. I, I, that's that's like probably my favorite bit in the whole show is that all we see is that the town's called Wolverton, and it's like some and sort it's obsessed of with furry werewolves. mecca. Yeah, yeah. And like right. there's, there's all these people like posing for photos with cardboard wolf cutouts and shit. And like, yeah, we put two and two together. It's because this family's dumb as shit, and they're they're sighted all the time. <laughs> yeah, like, they're it's every so single funny. Bigfoot sighting. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, and speaking of like candid photos, uh, we got we got Styles. We have mm. uh, we have Scott's friend Styles who. Is just a real rascal for a dollar. The, the Styles plot doesn't make a lot of sense to me. For some reason, he thinks if he can get the the photo album somehow, if he's dressed up as a wolf and he recovers the album, he'll make money. I didn't. I I gotta tell you, I did not follow this part of the show. At okay. All. Yeah, he, he wanted was, to sell it to the paper. Um, yeah. Why was he dressing as a wolf? It was just that uh, was that was plot convenience. So when he dresses, was, yeah. he. That was like the I'll be wearing a red carnation so you know which one I am in the crowd sort of thing. It's just he was like, I'm going to be at the drive through dressed as a wolf. That's how you'll know it's me, reporter. All to sort of serve a moment where he talks to Scott instead when Scott's wolfed out and thinks he's Styles. Right. It was convenience. It wasn't anything. It made no fucking sense. Um, but okay. Styles doesn't make any sense because Styles supposedly Scott's best friend. And he spends the whole episode trying to fuck him over for money. Uh, and for it's $100. not a problem. For a <laughs> for a hundred nineteen eighty five Reagan dollars, uh, uh, and yeah, and but but Styles I think is is the real gem of the show because sell me every, on that he's an absolute prick in every scene that he's in, and that's <laughs> in a very charming way. Uh, he he I don't know. Okay, well here's an example. Um, <laughs> Uh, I keep Scott. Scott is going after the car, the and Styles is as well, because that's where this this photo album is in the trunk of this uh, Camaro, a 1986 Camaro, <laughs> and it goes to the car wash, <laughs> and Scott is coming in through the back to like go through the car wash itself. Styles uh, pays an attendant uh, at the car right. wash 
a, a quick buck to take his hat and and jacket for the car wash. And, uh, and then as he pays him, he pulls a string and <laughs> removes the dollar from the guy he paid who was like, uh, yeah, I'll take a break. Fuck it. And, and then he steals the dollar back that he was going to give him. It's like styles every second. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> it's it's pretty incredible um what is it what is it like when when uh when he's caught by mick uh fucking around in his trunk he's like i was just making sure you had enough air in your spare <laughs> i don't know yeah. I, I can i can understand why you might think he's funny or fun or whatever but he's just such a piece of shit that i can't be on board uh even scott at the end where he, when he's like, oh, it was just a scam, buddy. He he literally growls out in Wolfman voice. Styles, if you weren't my best friend, I'd I'd bite you. Like it's pretty. I guess the only uh, justification you could maybe argue is just placing it in history, and and he's got that sort of Eddie Haskell vibe a little bit that hadn't, yeah, you know, hadn't mm-hmm. become so upsetting. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> which is which is crazy I, to me because even even back then, if you watched that show and you watched Eddie Haskell, if you knew a real Eddie Haskell in real life, you would hate him. Like, you would hate him, and especially because oh, yeah. he's constantly like, trying to bang like, your mom. Yeah, it's not like the show invented that character trait. Character trait. It's like those are real people, and we already know them, and they're horrible, and we don't want them around. Yeah. Like so, I don't know. I, there, there's a constant like internalizing of bad people that I don't enjoy. And, and Styles is right in the middle of that, tra- yeah, that tradition. I like Styles as an agent of chaos in this show. And I like that <laughs> yeah. the agent of chaos is not the werewolf. Yeah, but he, um, what yeah. they should have made him was just like his brother or something who didn't get the gene. Something where yeah. their relationship yeah, I mean, was not predicated that's not on... The, that's was not, not in the movie. So. I know, but their their relationship is can you know is not based on unconditional love and styles clearly has not been a good friend to scott <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh and then and then the other the other person who's really important to talk about is uh is, is boof boof <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking That's boof is an incredible name takedown uh, yeah <laughs> this is my friend boof not like the Kavanaugh. not like the Kavanaugh boof not like mm. No, no, not not like that at all. But the number of times in this show that she was totally chill with all the craziness and was incredibly supportive was too damn high for him to not even consider dating Boof. Like, oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. And I like for for the for the show on, on a point for this show is that they don't spend all of this time like giving us those close-up shots of her pining for scott right and Again, they totally could we get it yeah. like they totally could have we get it she clearly probably likes him she's putting up with this because she you know was biding her time or whatever or she's just not making she's just not making all of her decisions based on horniness but like mm-hmm. we get it and she's cool and she knows his whole family and his secret. And, you know, I, I don't know. I liked their dynamic. Yeah, she's and- in on their family photos. It's just it is really nice to see a woman character that is in on a secret and isn't the one that is always like out in the dark. Yeah, she's not the mom. And that's surprisingly rare. <laughs> this feels this feels like Austin's Austin's new uh like a new Bechdel test. <laughs> How many shows are there? Is there a woman in on the secret and she's not in the dark? It, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of legit. Though. It could I mean, be like this kind of legit time that these shows, a lot of these shows try to just like, well, and then she's clueless. I like, know. Why? 
or it's like that thing that we, talk, we used to talk about a lot early on in our on our podcast. The sort of mommy like girlfriend, the, 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 like the, the mommy girlfriend, who's, the hyper competent mommy girlfriend. Yeah, yeah and <laughs> hyper competent mommy girlfriend who is constantly like, "Why the fuck are you doing this? This is awful. This is a horrible idea." Like they don't even put her in that role. She's just like, "Yeah, I'll drive you around while you try right. to steal from the jock." Like, let's just be, you know, let's be cool about it. I guess I wasn't doing anything all day. (laughs) I was sitting here waiting for a man. (laughs) So I don't know. I think, I think she's, I think she's fun and she's, uh, she's definitely, she, she adds a lot for me, like just her presence around. I, Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So everything is building up to this night at the drive-in. Uh, they are both styles and, uh, Scott are unable to get the book back from Mick from his, his 1986 Camaro. And <laughs> they go out to the, the big monster werewolf quadruple feature or something. Oh man. Yeah. They they have a, a marathon where they play the movies, wacky werewolf werewolf goes Hawaiian, which is my favorite werewolf of my dreams and my hairy guy. Yeah. <laughs> Anything for my hairy guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this I mean this one had some had some fun moments but uh as an episode I I don't know. It left me a little lacking by the end of it cuz mm. there's not that much stakes in retrieving the family album, you know. It's like and Scott gets yeah. his book back and there and there and it's all good. I guess yeah. I guess. I I liked I liked the the moment to moment of how things went crazy well, they, though. Yeah, it I was, agree. Yeah. It was enjoyable because like I, I don't know. I'll, I'll try and I'll try and do this as quickly as humanly possible. But like Scott busts into Pam in the car and tries again to be a horrible boy, uh, but is like is already transformed into a werewolf. And he gets the he gets the book and it's already been swapped out for a yearbook because like fucking Styles has already done a swaparoo. <laughs> yeah, he's had a separate scheme. A more yeah. successful scheme. <laughs> yeah. And so he gets a real yearbook and thinks he's got the book. He runs away. Pam screams. And then when Mick comes back, he's like, oh, I know who this was. It wasn't a real werewolf in your car. It was fucking, it was Styles because Styles is dressed like a werewolf at this thing. And then he goes over and is going to fucking beat the well, shit Pam out of Styles. Well, Pam thinks that the wolf ha- has eaten Scott, right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. And then the reporter who wants to buy the photo album shows up, sees Scott instead, and is like, hey, here's money. And Scott is like, what? What?" And like hands him the real yearbook because he's like, I- I've already realized it's a real book or a yearbook. And then so Scott's got the money. And then Styles is like fucking freaked out because the reporter comes back and is like, hey, this is just a fucking yearbook. And he's like, what? And then Mick shows up and is like, hey, you made a pass at my girl in a wolf suit. And he's like, what? And then yeah. Scott shows up and is like, you fucking asshole. You did the thing. I don't know. It was a really fun moment. It's like noises off. It's like a it's a farce. It's a total farce set of props, <laughs> costumes with the confusion. It, like it, the, the, the timing of it breaks down very theatrically. And it's yeah, it's kind of done expertly i would say um I, yeah i i really appreciated the episode just for just for how those things played out if, if, i i agree with rory though i agree with you about the the fact that the stakes are dumb and but that's really of course that's you in. know that's farce in general so i i, I yeah. can't i can't knock it too much mm-hmm. yeah but it ultimately though it it played so much smarter than any any of these sort of bullshit conclusions of like a goober in the ghost chasers or sure yeah. uh, anything that just sort of devolves into bullshit Feels like a finished episode but yeah it doesn't it doesn't yeah. it doesn't uh fall into the trap of just i don't know emptying the bag of candy onto the floor and saying look what we got it, yeah uh, yeah it continues 
tying everything together and and by the end of it you've got a complete you know package totally yeah well you, well, you know i uh i didn't really find the part where the the, the kids were watching the movie and so the wolfman jumps on top of the of the car and they think it's part of the movie that doesn't make sense the depth is not the same they would never have figured that was part of the well, you know, when we brought you here, it was mostly for your electrical opinions and not so much right. your takes on wolf stuff. <laughs> okay. Yep. Yep. As well, you made it I... perfectly clear, you're not a wolf and have no value to us on that front. Yeah. Denny, can you do me a favor and just sit in the green room for a minute? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you you got it. Okay, great. Oh, man. That guy's such a buzzkill. Uh, <laughs> that's, I think, episode one. We had a good time. Episode one. Was, yeah. Long um, yeah. A few little notes. A few little flummox, flummox notes. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, you summoned me? Freddy Flummox? <laughs> I've rebranded. I'm Freddy Flummox now. Uh we we did we didn't really talk about the grandparents. We will more next episode. But yeah, absolutely. I, they were not very present. In- no, but we learned a little bit about how the the grandmother I think it's the grandmother's favorite food is table scraps, and she says <laughs> Oh grandma, I fixed your favorite breakfast. Table scraps. Do you want them in your bowl? Oh, don't bother, Frida. You know how I like to beg for them. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, that is like was a great line that we did to skip over. <laughs> and I know that like they're going for dog stuff, but when you when you start, <laughs> you can't like throw sexy. all dog jokes on people, and it just doesn't. Yeah. Know. <laughs> it doesn't. Yeah, and you start you start time. imagining Frida, the the sort of housekeeper, sort of holding table scraps above Grandma's head, and Grandma going, "Please, <laughs> please give them to me, please." <laughs> oh, God, oh Christ, Daddy, give me those scraps. <laughs> I don't like them on the table. Put them on a bowl and put the bowl on the floor. Roll around on the floor like a dirty little dog. <laughs> Uh, uh, also, uh, also, Mick gives a line to uh, I think Styles, and he says, "Okay, but no funny business, or I'll butter your head." <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a flummox moment. That I will I will give you that. <laughs> oh no, no, wait, this isn't a flummox moment, but I do want to call it out when uh, when when like what I talked about earlier when uh, when Scott as a wolf jumps into Pam's car. Uh, she says a line that worried me a lot. She said, "You better get out of here before Mick comes back." He'll kill you. And the pause she leaves makes me think that's real and has happened. Uh-huh. Like, it's too long a pause. And her face while she says he'll kill you is like, my boyfriend's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, look, Scott isn't great. Mick is cartoonishly awful. But again, you know, uh, justice yeah, for it, Pam, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Teen Wolf coming out to play. Alright, we've we've managed to chase Denny out out of the house after after uh you know, he has just been nothing but a constant drag since we let him onto the show and he's just been haunting our living room. Uh <laughs> Insisting, yeah. insisting this bong, is bong, different. Bong bong bong. Hey, you, you see me? I'm out. I'm I'm outside the window. You took my car keys when you when I tried to leave earlier, and I still don't. I can't. I can't drive away. You need to. Denny, it's time to be quiet now because yeah, 
Yeah, Denny, you gotta wait for the till we're done recording. We can't just do everything for you. We've got a show to do. Oh, well, all right. I'll replace it your was, uh, your light bulb. Don't do anything. Quit touching our light bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> Team Wolf episode two, you guys, is called Grandpa's in the Doghouse, and uh, if you wanna if you wanna if you wanna taste on the knobs, it's gonna taste like this a little bit. Uh, Pam's sheepdog Daisy wanders into no into nosy neighbor. Mrs. Seslick's yard and starts harassing her cat, Valor. Mrs. Seslick chases Daisy with her broom and after Daisy breaks Mrs. Seslick's front screen door and she calls the dog pound. Grandpa also starts chasing Valor. And when Mr. Conroy, the dog catcher, arrives, Grandpa bumps into him and both Conroy and Grandpa lose their glasses. Conroy mistakenly puts on Grandpa's glasses and takes him to the dog pound, thinking Grandpa is a, is a dog. It's then up to Scott, his family, Styles, and Boof to rescue Grandpa from the pound. <laughs> that age-old tale. Tale as old as time. This one was so fucking wild, and I loved every second of it. Hey, I, I don't mean to derail our, our enthusiasm talking about Grandpa being in the doghouse, but I realized we haven't talked about the theme song, and I... I I just have to. I have to bring up something. We might probably... have to just. We might have to just bring back the Friday banger so that people can see like visually. <laughs> this, this Travis no. so good. It's so it's so incredible. The visuals are worth the price of admission. It's so terrifying. But I want to point out the the backing track for this for this song is so lackluster that when they do a key change in the middle, it like does nothing for me, <laughs> and that's crazy because you're supposed to key changes are supposed to do something for you. The key change does nothing. I feel it hairy and my teeth are mean. I got a weird complexion and I, I want to scream. Teen coming out. Anyway, that's that's. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. But you've now probably heard most of the theme song at this point. Yeah. With the two segments, okay. So. so, so there, there, I guess, are a few different threads. Start like you can kind of see the the writing on the wall with the synopsis uh, of the yeah. farce that's that's sort of happening. Um, it does, I think, basically kind of wrap up most of that synopsis in the first few minutes, and the rest is the rescue attempts. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Although I do want to call out in that. Thank you for bringing up the terrible sound. Uh-huh. Oh uh, my god! You're going to talk about the dog soundboard. Someone I am going to talk the about. On? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> so the I don't understand the decision here, but there is clearly there is one dog, this big sheep dog that belongs to Pam, um, that is chasing this cat around, and it very much. Yes, they have one dog sound effect that they decide <laughs> to just sort of hit sort of like over and over like yeah, it sounds like a, yeah it sounds like a, a dj with you know a pretty limited yes. board it's just like uh-huh. one they've got one dog noise that they're gonna hit and they don't yeah. even let the sample finish before they hit it again it's like it's, <laughs> right. it's like it's like if you had a sample of me saying hi kids and it's like hi ha, 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 hi kids and they do it for a dog sound and it's like we're gonna notice and no howling at the table loopy <laughs> And then on top of that, if that wasn't bad enough, that is happening and that becomes sort of an underlying uh, like audio scape for <laughs> another dog bark that happens on top of it. They layer <laughs> like a more natural, like a voice actor just doing like a, a roo, 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 like on top while the other like while that shit is going on. Uh, <laughs> we have to hear it. We have to hear it. 
like that's the only dog bark that's happening. What are you doing? It's so wild. It's it's actually just crazy. I, I yeah. <laughs> it was so obvious to me in the moment listening to it that you have to imagine someone working on this show just sort of went, oh whatever fuck it put it on television <laughs> right. like yeah like you can't not notice it i guess is my they didn't lip sync and they didn't lip sync any <laughs> any mouth it's just like it's <laughs> happening in the ether <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so this whole dog catcher shenanigan uh which is just it's just frank welker he's not even doing a voice it's just how frank welker normally talks but he he captures grandpa by mistake because grandpa just cannot stop chasing cats and there's something funny just visually about watching this old man chase a cat. Yeah, basically this Danny DeVito, this like Danny DeVito old old <laughs> werewolf. Well, he's got a couple really powerful silly moments. So yes, the fact that he's he's chasing the cat, which is predictable but fun because it's it's clearly not everybody in the family's like problem. It's just yeah, you know, just grandpa's got to go chase the house cats around. And he's <laughs> never untransformed basically. He's like almost always 24/7 like in a wolf wolf yeah. form. Um, and then, so the reason that they have to, uh, break him out of the doghouse, uh, is, is my understanding was if they try to adopt him like a normal dog, there'll be a, like, there'll be a paperwork and grandma will know he got caught. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think there's sort of like, like several implied consequences that we never really get anyone yeah. saying exactly what the consequence is. I didn't quite get how they got from A to B on that one, but right. I liked that he was too embarrassed. To just like uh-huh. get out the old, to just admit that they, that a guy got, that a human was caught. To like talk, to just like talk, to like say <laughs> anything, be like, um, excuse me, you believe, you, I believe you've caught me, a normal <laughs> person. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, because the fact that grandma was constantly being like, if you, she's, she's like, like putting death flags in, like just manually being like, literally, if you keep chasing this cat, something horrible will happen. And he's like, something horrible stupid. is going to happen. Yeah, that's dumb. You're dumb. And so he's so embarrassed of the fact that she was right. And I, I do like that angle, too. And um, it was fun right. that Scott sort of, uh, I don't know, yes, and did that was and, and was <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I get I get how much trouble you're going to be. And so I guess I'll have to break you out of dog jail, <laughs> break this, a human, a human who is just in jail. Well, in I'm jail. the dog catcher. <laughs> with these with the wrong prescription can't see much of anything and so mm-hmm. he's he can kind of see the shape of like a like a danny devito size sh- sh- like shape of a person and he's like uh, I, th- I bet I that's guess a dog, you're a dog. Yeah, it seems like a i'm dog, a dog I catcher guess. and i caught you so you must be a dog i guess <laughs> there is yeah. there's a lot of incredible moments in this episode that revolve around everyone in this town being horrible at recognizing dogs and <laughs> I there's a moment that I, I need to I need to sort of outline for you where my where yeah. my mind was at. So when like one of the one of the main plot devices that's going on is that there's gonna the the, the high school kids are gonna volunteer at this animal adoption fair that they're gonna do. Um which is the dog of, pound. So it's 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 a little yeah. contrived, but yeah. Definitely contrived. So all these kids are there at the dog pound, and that's when you know, Scott is like, oh, shit. Yep. There's grandpa right in there. People are going to see that that's grandpa. <laughs> and he manages to distract everybody. But Pam comes back in the room and Fuck. Pam. Uh, so scene. first, first of all, Boof, Boof has made it like they heard grandpa talking and Boof has passed it off as though Scott is good at ventriloquism because Boof <laughs> is the ultimate fucking bro and always has a lie to cover Scott's bullshit so fast. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Uh, 
And so Pam comes back in the room and she goes, I'm not sure, but that dog. Oops. Reminds me of somebody. And I go, he's wearing a robe and he's wearing glasses, Pam. And then she goes, dogs don't wear glasses. And I'm like, yes, Pam. Yes, yes. There so it close. is. And then Scott goes, maybe he's a seeing eye dog. What? And Pam goes, well, I guess so. No, Pam. No. Pam, <laughs> that's doing? a person. That is a human person <laughs> sitting in the dog cage. He's got glasses on. He's wearing a robe. There might even He's be a, a shirt man. on under the robe. Pam. She doesn't have bad vision, apparently. No, she's just a person. She's a teen. <laughs> with the, She's in the prime of her life. <laughs> I like the idea, though, of just completely selling that lie. <laughs> hey, is that a person in dog jail? No, that's, there's no, no. There's, no. You were mistaken. <laughs> um... <laughs> Christ. Oh my god! Ugh. It fucking ended me. I could not even. Ugh. This this episode is a gift. I love. Yeah. I love everything yeah, yeah, about yeah. it. So so <laughs> Scott runs home that that afternoon and tells the family, "Hey, uh, you know, da- uh, Grandpa's in dog prison, and uh, <laughs> Grandma is like, oh no, we got to call the hospital, call the ICU.' And he's like, oh no, he's fine. Well, he won't be after I completely fucking <laughs> destroy him for getting caught." <laughs> Grandma's a stone cold killer, and I like it. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, That's a really and, funny and line. And in the meantime, there's like a, a barely the whisper of a C plot that is Grandpa in dog prison has befriended some kittens, some mm. which is wild because normally he chases cats. So you know, but now he's, it, he's it, felt this soft spot for these brand new baby kittens. Yeah, it's 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 okay. I, I like the payoff at the very end. I, I did find that fun. Yeah, bare well, minimum payoff. It, with with how absurd Grandpa is being, it it did felt on brand a little bit because mm-hmm. you know they go to break him out, and there's once again it's not even that even that's not simple anymore. He's like, what about what about my children, my friends? Yeah. I made friends here. <laughs> <laughs> my, my road dogs. <laughs> <laughs> uh there's there's even a moment where scott has transformed because he's mad at grandpa and then the dog catcher catches scott uh and then <laughs> yeah, boof yeah. boof has to come back and fucking be an amazing person again and be like that's my dog scotty and yeah he's he's like where are his tags he asks pulling scott's human shirt collar away from his neck to check <laughs> for tags what is and what is wrong no, with this si- town this, si- this silliness is actually really funny to me because in this moment scott cannot say i'm a human yes because he's a werewolf and that's the one thing he doesn't want people to know is he's a werewolf so now he has to go along with the fact right. that he's a dog yeah, he has to pretend to be a dog except there there is a moment where you know, four feet away from the dog catcher, both Scott and Grandpa both exchange, both say dialogue. Like, they say <laughs> words. Yes. Like, yes, they do. He can't see. He can't. The dog catcher can hear. Uh, I don't know why they speak. Um, but there is a really funny moment, again, with Boof, where the dog catcher is like, uh, with the captured Scott is like, Has he had his uh, shots? And Boof pauses <laughs> for just a moment. <laughs> Probably just like, imagining the idea that maybe he could, she could make him get some fucking dog shots. Yeah, and like, mm, yes. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, oh, that's good. 
It's funny. I, I have another I have another question to bring you guys. I don't know whether or not the, I missed something and it's explained why he's doing this. Does Mr. Uh, what's his name? Mr. Conroy, uh, the dog catcher? Yeah. Does Mr. Conroy live at the dog pound? I was wondering this as well. He was sleeping on the couch. Oh, because he's there. He's there in the middle of the night. Yeah. yeah. Is this some sort of bullshit kid logic? Like when kids think the teachers live at the school and they just don't yeah, have lives? Yeah, that's, that's what I was about to say. Is that It feels just like kid <laughs> logic. Like, we don't want to have to explain that he's only a dog catcher between nine and five. His single <laughs> characteristic is dog catcher, and that's yeah, what that's he enough. is. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering if I maybe missed something where he goes home or, or where uh, he maybe said, like, well, with this, this adoption drive, I'm going to have to. Yeah, like, like I don't have time yeah, to go so home because he does sleep on the couch. Like if he lives there, why doesn't he go to a fucking bed? Like right. it just it painted a bleak picture of Mr. Uh, I've already forgotten his name. Mr. Dogcatcher's uh, life. It paints a very yeah. bleak picture. And but I, what uh, is <laughs> what's a funnier picture is the whole family goes in to help out when most people are gone. <laughs> and grandma tries to go in and adopt grandpa. And <laughs> She fails because she gives a sort of vague description of what she's looking for, which you'd think would be more. It was it was very specific, actually. It was that she's looking for I want one some... about this high, gray hair, strong canine teeth, and uh, wearing glasses. But the dialogue doesn't play out this way, but it would have been a funny moment to play off of the fact that Mr. Conroy is almost assuredly legally blind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but she comes out unsuccessful with a different dog. And is like, tells the dad, like, just go in and adopt your father. <laughs> <laughs> and then the same thing happens to him. And he doesn't even have any weird excuses. He comes out with. No, a totally I think that we dog. were a little bit out of out of chronology. Isn't that when they can't just adopt grandpa because he won't leave without his dogs, without his boys? No, no, no. no that happens no, afterwards. Oh, because oh. Scott's the third. Scott's the third option. Like Scott finally goes in and he's like. You're just get the fuck out. And he's like, okay, but not until I stage a dog prison breakout <laughs> and fucking lets all the animals out only to realize that they were all going to get adopted at the bazaar tomorrow. And he just goes, oops. <laughs> yeah, he just really <laughs> fucked up because he just now they're going to be, you know, hungry on the streets. Street dogs. Yeah. Yeah. The the weird part for me is the. This sort of this this episode's like werewolf costume plot convenience was that grandpa decides right now to turn back into a person, which yeah. we've never seen him do so far. And just I guess just so that he can have his glasses and the dog catcher can see him normally yeah. and won't like recognize. It's just I don't know. It's really weird that he chose that point when we don't see any rhyme or reason as to why transformation happens. Agreed. Yeah, it's a little sloppy there. Yeah. And I don't I there, don't really understand why he wouldn't just talk to his wife about it, you know, and have sort of an open dialogue and tell her that he made well, a mistake. And, I think it's a fair it's a it's a fair it's a fair, you know, uh critique when the show has been, you know, uh, for for its for its foibles at least pretty deft at, you know, creating these uh, uh scenarios and then, yeah. and then putting them back in the box. Uh, mm -hmm. The the shittiest part here was the ending, <clears throat> a, a reversal from last episode, where this the the big plan that gets the dogs because all the dogs now have escaped, but they're they're going to get adopted, so we got to catch them again. Yeah. So now all the good characters and the dog catcher have to catch these dogs, and their big plan is to pour some food into a into a tray and put it in the cage, and that's yeah. <laughs> that's it. They. 
you put food down and then they come in and that's that's the big that's the big finale. There, I, I think there a, might be something implied where like Scott also does a big howl and maybe he howled like, you know, the equivalent of a of of dog language, like come get food. Like there, it, nothing's explained, but they all do seem to hear the howl and know what it means. It doesn't it doesn't make it better, really. Like it's still just really thin and then everything's fine. Um, the next day, every every single dog gets adopted, except and this is this line. This is this is my Freddie Flomax moment for you today mm. on this episode. Mr. Conroy says, uh, looking at the kittens that were not adopted, says, yeah, everybody hates but kittens. It's, it's tough to get kittens adopted. The poor little guys. In what world is it? I tough? don't know. <laughs> it, I, I, I think if, if I'm supposed to, I think there's there's two possible readings of this, giving it all credit that has not necessarily been earned. <laughs> One is that this is a, a you know dog crazy town that's all about that's just all about wolves and dogs and nobody True, likes cats. Okay. okay. Um, the other possibility, it's possible dogs were got super popular it, at the time. Like I, I maybe could, there I, okay. was people not adopting many cats in the late eighties. I don't. It's technically possible. No, did Reagan hate cats? I, <laughs> <laughs> all of sure Reagan her problems are Reagan. <laughs> <laughs> we blame Reagan. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm okay with that. Anyway, it 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 did sort of come off very strange to me. The idea it didn't that make any kittens. sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if it was supposed to make sense at the time of the show, it it doesn't now. Yeah, the, a lot of the time, some of these things will have little bits of I don't know cleverness or tie-ins from other things happening to pepper the dialogue just to make it like enjoyable. And this whole run of of plot resolution is just people saying words to wrap things up like it's really it's just it's, like oh no nobody took the cats i would like the cats oh just one <laughs> no i would like all three cats great oh, that, that's, that's that works good. well and and that is We've kind of it. i don't know i guess kind of in in uh part and parcel with this sort of farcical structure is the sort of deus ex machina at the end but yeah. uh more than that I'm okay with a Star Trek ending when I get a better episode out of it. Because this one was a lot sillier, and it yeah. spent more time in the silliness than episode one. Sure. Yeah. And I really so like I'll take, that. I'll take the cut to Captain's Log if we have to do that to wrap everything <laughs> up. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. And so the neighbor lady is who adopts all three cats. And uh, during their time in prison as Sellies, uh, Grandpa taught these three cats how to stick up to, to bully dogs. And so when that same dog is out chasing that same cat from the beginning of the episode, he comes across these three kittens and they just like they make themselves big and hiss the shit out of this dog. And he's scared and he runs the other direction. And grandpa's watching from the window and he goes, now that's what I call the cat's meow. Yeah, that makes no sense. It makes no sense. But, you know, and there it is. It's, it's, it's just a it's just a pretend catchy line to kind of let us off the hook for the end. Yeah, and, to and make it seem credits. like it's a place to end the episode. But yeah, they yeah. have no idea what how the hell to end the episode. You could tell. They've just said yeah. they just said random words in the like, you know, in the tone of a joke. Right. Right. Oh, yeah. Isn't that banana house? <laughs> now that's banana house <laughs> that is banana house actually. Yes. uh all right andy sidebar really quick oh god um, yeah 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 mm-hmm. hey um you've been doing okay um okay, you know cool. 
thank you for for stuff for sticking out for for Seems... being this character. I know, uh, but we just need Seems to kind of like, like you're being a little mean to me. But... Yeah, well, look, you know, we can't all be a, the real Denny Wolfman. Um, sure, but I need you to really kind of like take it up and really take it up a notch and have him really kind of be excited and grateful to be here and and uh, you know, and also mention that he does think I'm I'm physically attractive. Got um, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and okay, so yeah. yeah, if we can just kind of bring that back. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, that was a wonderful boo ghoul tastic uh, Halloween <laughs> festival. <laughs> we had such a great time uh, looking at looking at this Teen Wolf and his friends, and we couldn't have done it without our incredible guest, Denny Wolfman. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for letting me back inside the house, and uh, I'll, I'll take those car keys now so that I can I can leave. Oh, and. Uh, Right, you're very, uh, <clears throat> you're very sexually attractive. I find you very attractive, Austin. Specifically. Oh, oh my gosh, Danny, you shouldn't <laughs> have. That's uh, means so much coming from you. Um, wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, what can I say? Um, you really saved our bacon here for Halloween. You really made Halloween happen. That's what <laughs> the season's all about. Um, so here's your keys, and. Uh, uh, <laughs> you may now leave. I know. Allow you to go home. (laughs) You know, at the end of the day, guys, uh, that's what Halloween's really all about, you know, is coming over to someone's house and getting something and then leaving. And (laughs) And doing that just a bunch. Yeah, Yeah, and doing that a whole bunch. And uh, sometimes you get a trick, sometimes you get a treat. And I think tonight we got a little of both. I I agree. Uh, I I did not expect to enjoy Teen Wolf this much, and yeah, uh, I was I was kind of sad thinking that I wouldn't see any more of it. Um, I mean, we only found well, five episodes on the internet, but uh, yeah, there's not a lot still, available. I we, think we just has blew our monthly time. budget on Maxi's World. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also had to pay Denny quite a lot. <laughs> Yeah, good of him to be here for real. Um, So I hope you have an exciting Halloween, whatever that means for you this weekend, Uh, because God knows I wouldn't let children come into my front door uh, right now. But, yeah, uh, you know, (laughs) best of luck to all of your tricking and or treating. And uh, Uh, please, please vote. Yeah, that too. And happy Halloween. (laughs) We'll see you next Tuesday. See you next Banana House. (laughs) <laughs> That's banana. <laughs>